0: The Supreme Court has oppressed Christians long enough.
1: With the Kennedy case, teachers and students will have the freedom to pray which should have never been taken away. This
0: is Bob Boyd. And
1: Jerry Boyd.
0: This is Issues in Education. It's more than returning prayer to school. It's returning America to God. How can it be in America that a coach's private prayer on the field can be unconstitutional?
1: Because of this landmark case, we now have more religious freedom than we've known in our lifetime.
0: Bremerton High School football coach Joe Kennedy was fired for bowing his head and kneeling after games on the midfield to give thanks to God in silent prayer by himself. And even though his prayer was fleeting, I mean, less than 15 seconds, he was told it could be done in private where no one could see him.
1: But Coach Joe Kennedy knew better. He had served our nation for 20 years as a U.S. Marine to protect our precious freedoms, not to lose them.
0: Yet those freedoms here were being assaulted by his own school. So Joe Kennedy took a stand and they fired him. But he sued them. He lost in both the District Court and the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Five times, Joe Kennedy lost in court, but he kept pressing his case until they agreed to hear the case in the U.S. Supreme Court. And on June 27, 2022, the U.S. Supreme Court issued a 6-3 ruling that Coach Joe Kennedy was denied his First Amendment rights, his free exercise of religion and speech, that the school showed intolerance and suppression of his constitutional rights. This is a
2: huge victory for freedom.
1: Coach Joe Kennedy, what do you want your team to learn from their coach?
2: Really simple. The fight never ends. Your whole life is going to be full of these. You never give up. You just keep going forward. And that's one of the things that I've always told him. Even if things get really tough and... And It gets uncomfortable. You do what's right. I set that example and they can see that it does pay off in the end. Building leadership in them, just getting the most out of them, make them better young men. And I think Bremerton High School, we did that on our teams. Only thing I want to do is to be a coach and to thank God afterwards. That's the way it started. It started out my covenant between me and God, just thanking him after a football game for having that opportunity. Just a private moment between me and God. And we're talking about a 15 second prayer. Joe Kennedy, some things are worth fighting for. Some things are worth fighting for, and every American's rights. The First Amendment is the First Amendment for all Americans. It doesn't matter who they are or what their background is, and I'm just glad that I got to fight for everybody's rights and their freedoms.
0: Those First Amendment freedoms have been totally eliminated by the liberal U.S. Supreme Court justices, and not just for one coach, but for all of us Christians in public schools who've had no freedom of religion or speech. It's incredible that Americans have allowed this to happen.
1: Vroomerton High said, you could pray, but only if no one could see you praying because a student might think that the school is endorsing religion which is absurd.
0: U.S. Supreme Court Justice Gorsuch, who wrote for the majority, he lambasted the school for, quote, going out of their way to silence, censor, and discriminate against Coach Kennedy for daring to exercise his religious liberty at school. This is a major, landmark case that will protect religious liberty for all other coaches and Christian teachers to be protected instead of persecuted by the Supreme Court. Kelly Shackelford of First Liberty won the case. Kelly Shackelford, will Coach Kennedy be coaching again this fall? Well, I consider he does
3: because the Supreme Court just said to the school district, you lost, and he was suing for his job back and his prayer. So I expect in the fall, Coach will be back on the field and he will be praying. So this is going to set a precedent that protects every teacher, every coach, really will have implications beyond that even to people who work for government.
1: The only meaningful justification that the school had was the mistaken idea that they had to suppress religious observances, even as they allowed comparable secular speech.
0: The school felt it was their duty to get rid of every semblance of religion and free speech, if it related to religion. But thank be to God, this is totally a new Supreme Court, a court that is... Ruling by the Constitution Thanks to Donald Trump Selecting three Supreme Court justices That he put on the court Just think what a nightmare it would have been If Hillary had been president And she selected those three Supreme Court justices People have no idea The colossal victory This landmark Kennedy case has Until they hear how far the Supreme Court went In eliminating free speech In this country David Barton is a historian And constitutional expert And president President of Wall Builders.
1: Listen to these egregious examples of Supreme Court cases that eliminated free speech.
4: The example out of Nebraska where the student on free reading time pulled out his own Bible and read it and they took it away from him and suspended him from school. You have the example in Georgia where that a student invited, all he did, he's an honor student, journalism student, he invited people to go to a fellowship of Christian athletes meeting with him. He was suspended from school for three days for inviting them to a religious meeting. We had the federal court decision that came out of Texas, where that the federal judge Samuel Kent, in his decision, said that if a student used the name of Jesus in a prayer, that he would have that student arrested by a federal marshal, that student would spend six months in the Galveston County Jail, and Judge Samuel Kent said that that student would wish that he had never been born mm. if he were to pray in Jesus' name. Boy, that doesn't
0: sound like America.
4: Religion aside, it doesn't even sound like free speech. Valedictory, salutatory speeches, they have to turn them in written ahead of time so that the attorneys can go through and mark out offensive words. The valedict in, acknowledged God, and the attorney went through and marked out all the God words, marked out all the words that could have been interpreted to be religious. To think that you have to turn in your speeches and have them edited by an attorney before you can speak them is just unthinkable, and yet that is national policy now. Uh, we have the federal court case that came out of Alabama where Judge de DeMint not only said you won't pray, he said you won't even pray over your own lunch. I'm not even going to let prayer happen over here, And I'm going to send federal undercover monitors into the schools of Alabama to watch and make sure that if anybody prays or prays over their lunch or if we have any kind of religious activity, I've got undercover cops watching you. There are at least a thousand cases I can point to that would just cause people's mouth to drop open and say, You got to be kidding me.
0: Kelly Shackleford, tell us how the Supreme Court case in Lemon suppressed our religious freedoms for 50
3: years. The Lemon case is a case that was aptly named 50 years ago that has been used to really attack religious freedom. Lemon has created this hostility to religion approach in all kinds of cases. There have been tens of thousands of lawsuits involving our schools which cite Lemon. But today, the Supreme Court said, no more Lemon. This has caused all this hostility to religion, and they threw it out. Essentially, we've had our First Amendment suffocated in one area of life, and that is our schools. That's over. Coach Kennedy's name is going to be on not just a Supreme Court decision, but a landmark Supreme Court decision that changes a whole approach that was wrong. And really, there's going to be freedom now that hasn't been here in most people most of their lifetime. Coach has a right to free speech, to the free exercise of his religion. That's what they violated. The government came in here. you know, They really fired him from his job because he spoke to God and because he exercises religion. And their justification that was, well, because he's saying something or doing something religious, we can do that. No, it's the very opposite. You're the government and you're punishing him because of his faith and his
0: religious expression. You can't do that. So Christian legal groups can cite this landmark case. It's going to be called the Kennedy case as a passport to their freedom. Freedom of religion and speech at school.
1: It's amazing how the ACLU and other legal bullies had convinced the Supreme Court to violate our constitutional freedoms for 50 years, eliminating everything religious. It's like communist China or Russia.
0: But when you think about who was on the Supreme Court, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was general legal counsel for the ACLU. It's no surprise they went along with the ACLU in ridding America of our religious freedom. While the First Amendment gives us freedom of religion and speech, the Supreme Court Turned that around to completely the opposite. No freedom of religion or speech in public schools.
1: And they were wrong. For 50 years, the courts have deceived and intimidated Christians at school since they took prayer in the Bible out in 1962 and 63.
0: Voluntary prayer, especially the coach's silent 15 second prayer, isn't imposing anything on anybody. Coach Kennedy has a constitutional right to pray. So, Kelly Shackelford, what justification do schools have to take away our freedoms?
3: My entire career doing religious freedoms cases, this has been one of the defenses that they always try. Well, yeah, we are taking away their free speech rights or their free exercise rights, but we're doing it because we're concerned about the Establishment Clause, or they'll say separation of church and state, which they're really referencing the Establishment Clause. And they'll say, well, even if it wasn't really a violation of the Established Clause, the fact that we are concerned in doing it for that reason makes it okay that we strip away their First Amendment rights. And Justice Gorsuch here says, a phantom constitutional right does not allow you to strip somebody's First Amendment freedoms from them. This is going to be a really significant part of the holding that will be used to stop all of these excuses that schools give for shutting down the freedoms of their teachers, their coaches. Look, we don't ever want teachers, coaches to coerce anyone with regard to their religion, which, of course, Coach Kennedy never did, never wanted to, never would do. But the idea that if you see the coach 100 yards across the field going to a knee, that means, well, we can't allow that because somebody might see that. That allows us to take away his freedom That's a ridiculous argument. It's the argument in this case, and it's
0: dead. It's totally dead. You're right. The First Amendment has been called the Establishment Clause and has been used to mean a separation of church and state. The First Amendment doesn't say anything about a church and state. It says, "...Congress shall not establish a religion, nor prohibit the free exercise of religion." Prohibiting voluntary prayer at school is a violation of the First Amendment, and there's nothing about a so-called separation of church and state.
1: We have a new paradigm shift in the Supreme Court that actually is following the Constitution and allows for freedom of religion and speech, even in public schools.
0: Amazing. It's about time, only after 50 years, when you think about the colossal damage that this separation of church and state has racked on our nation, this has caused Christian America to become secular, even atheist, especially in our public schools. Taking God out of public schools removed the Christian ethic out of our culture.
1: The risks of violence to teens is greater at school than any other place.
0: Since 1962, for 60 years, the Supreme Court has violated the Constitution. They swore an oath to uphold.
1: That's right, they were wrong. For 60 years, the courts have deceived and intimidated Christians at school. Before prayer was banned, the worst problems at school were chewing gum, running in the halls, and not putting paper in the wastebasket. But after prayer was taken out of school by the Supreme Court, oh, the problems have increased. There's been rape, robbery, drugs, assault, murder, arson, gang warfare, pregnancy, and abortion referrals.
0: The damage to this country by the wrong Supreme Court rulings have been irreversible unless there's a revival. When the Bible was removed, the metal detectors and the police took its place.
1: The risk of violence to teens is greater at school than any other place.
0: Kelly Shackelford, tell us about the lemon test. Kelly Shackleford, tell us about this lemon test the Supreme Court has used to... I think they need to understand
3: that the Supreme Court is with them, that they have their First Amendment right to live out their faith, never coerce any student, which, again, no no one would if they're following their faith. But don't allow yourself to be intimidated out of your rights, your freedoms, your your ability to be who God wants you to be. Don't be ashamed of who you are. Whatever your faith, whatever your background, that's what America believes in. We came here for religious freedom, and the idea that we've shut this down for so long, this is a huge day when they lifted the gag order on people throughout our public school. So this is going to change. We're going to have to fight a lot of these cases to work this out, I think, in the future. But a very significant barrier that's been in place for
0: most of our lives is gone. So if a public school teacher prayed in class or prayed over his lunch at school, before the Kennedy case, the Supreme Court would have called this unconstitutional. What have sparked a lawsuit against the school by the ACLU? That's
3: right. Under their argument, that would be unconstitutional. But under today's decision, if you interfere or punish that teacher for bowing their head over their meal, are crossing themselves, then you as the school district are going to be in big trouble. There have been numerous cases where a teacher would have books and maybe they had their own personal Bible somewhere. You can't tell them they can't wear a cross, a necklace, or whatever else. This sort of religious cleansing is over in the United States.
0: Religious cleansing is over. Many people haven't realized how the Supreme Court decisions have stolen their constitutional freedoms so that public schools have a seek-and-destroy mission. An attitude toward anything Christian that results in a religious cleansing of our culture.
1: No wonder young people grow up without any faith in God, and we have a secular culture. And many, many public school students leave the faith after high school or college. Coach Joe Kennedy, what is your advice for other Christian coaches who are wanting to be more Christian at public school? Be
2: strong in your faith. But your First Amendment is something that we all should be celebrating. We should be using our freedoms. People have fought and died for that. So stand up and be bold and never be afraid to to be who you are. I thank God for it and I thank everybody for every bit of support that we've had.
0: Coach Joe Kennedy is an encouragement for all Christians to be strong. Be strong in our faith. People have fought and died for our precious freedoms. Let's not waste what they have given us.
1: Yes, and what I admire so much is the persistence, the perseverance. They did not quit. First Liberty Attorney Jeremy Dice is the attorney who actually argued the landmark case before the Supreme Court to win our freedom, to be christian even when we walk into a public school
0: public schools are no longer religious free zones
5: i think it's even more important what it means not just for coach but for every public school teacher and coach in the country coaches teachers across this country the court reaffirmed their right to be able to bring in their constitutional rights when they go through those schoolhouse gates and that principle is critical to protecting and preserving religious freedom that this country has been founded on and that we hold so dear in our hearts. I'm thrilled to death that Coach Kennedy has won. After almost seven years of litigation, he's won the opportunity to go back to be a football coach at Bremerton High School and not only to be a football coach, but when that game is done, that whistle blows. He's going to be able to go to the 50-yard line, take a knee in private prayer. The First Amendment fully protects his right to be able to do so, and that's what the Supreme Court has just said.
0: The Supreme Court has shown that they're fully supporting the rights of Christians in government to pray, read the Bible, that is, be Christians. So let the ACLU bring religious freedom lawsuits against the school, and they'll lose, just like they did in this Kennedy case.
1: Yes, and it's an encouragement to public school teachers that you can just bow your head and pray. Justice Gorsuch wrote for the majority on the Supreme Court, not just calling out the intolerance and bigotry against all Christians in all schools, but that's what makes this a landmark decision, right?
5: Yeah, coaches, teachers, school officials of all kinds, Gorsuch's opinion, called out the school district for going out of their way to silence and censor and discriminate against Coach Kennedy for daring to raise his religious liberty on campus like that. And he said, look, you cannot use the Establishment Clause as a way to censor and to drive away religion just because it happens to pop up on a public school's campus. Instead, the Free Exercise Clause prevents people of faith from being fired from their job just because they can be seen engaged in religious activity. That principle alone is not going to just protect Coach Kennedy. It's not just going to protect coaches and teachers and janitors and principles. It will protect public employees across this country, and anyone else who's been questioned for daring to bring their religion into the public square. It's going to last for decades, I'm sure of it.
0: The First Amendment doesn't say anything about a church and state. It says Congress shall not establish a religion nor prohibit the free exercise of religion. Prohibiting voluntary prayer at school is a violation of the First Amendment, and there's nothing about a so-called separation of church and state. Tell us about this lemon test the Supreme Court has used to oppress Christian freedom?
5: What the court has held for years is that you can't drive religion out of the public square. One of the tests the court has used for years that has prevented religion from popping up in the public square has been something called the lemon test. And today the court really put the final nail in the coffin of what Justice Scalia once called this ghoul that walks about at midnight that keeps raising its head in the middle of the night over and over again to drive religion out of the public square. And that test is gone now. Instead, in its place, the court says, look, we're going to look to the history and tradition of our country, and if you could do it at the Founding Fathers if they, during that time, if we've done this as a country, then it's welcome to the public square as well. Today you and I live in a country that has more religious freedom than what we have known in our entire lifetimes, and I think we should all be just absolutely joyful about that
0: absolutely attorney jeremy dice with first liberty said that we now have get this more religious freedom than any other time in our lives praise god
1: when you think about the cost of winning religious freedom in public schools the cost of first liberty and other legal firms was six to seven million dollars
0: and the cost to Coach Joe Kennedy was seven long years of court appearances and battles against the evil legal forces like the ACLU to give Christians in government service freedom. We can't let this victory keep us silent anymore. We either use the rights we have or we lose them.
1: Coach Kennedy, your wife even worked in Brimington High School, right?
2: My wife was the HR director for the school district, and my kids also all attended Bremerton High School while this was all going on. And it's just been a you know, seven year fight. It's been just about an everyday thing. It's always around and it's just so nice to be able to know that We've been blessed and we've gotten stronger because we all stuck together and fought this fight together.
0: Jeremy Dice, the school called, quote, Joe's silent prayer after the football game, get this, quote, an overt public religious display, as if this was a criminal offense. That's a blatant attack on our religious freedom.
5: And he preserved our freedoms, not just in the Marine Corps and his time of service overseas to protect our freedoms in foreign and domestic in the Marine Corps, but he stepped up to the plate and fought fought for almost seven years to preserve our religious freedom in the legal system as well. At any moment, he could have turned away from that calling. He could have stepped away from that fight, and no one would have thought differently about him. But this man showed more bravery in the last six and a half years than most people will show in their lifetime. And I think he's owed a debt of gratitude from a very thankful American public.
0: Absolutely. The coach had every reason not to pray. It was against the law. He could lose, and he did lose his job. But he prayed anyway, and so many other Christians self-censor and remain silent closet Christians. So they look like secular teachers, and the students also hide their faith. Now we can see Christians becoming more bold and open about their faith in public.
1: Coach Kennedy, what do you want to tell young people?
2: What I've always told all my players is you fight the good fight. You stand up for what you believe in. And at the end of the day, you can at least look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, I did what I was supposed to do. Now they don't have to worry about them having to run away and hide. They could proudly display their faith. And the great thing about the First Amendment is, it applies to everybody of any type of faith, and also people that de- don't have any faith. Everybody should be celebrating that the First Amendment is live and well.
0: This battle is not just over silent prayer at a football game. It's a spiritual war. As the Apostle Paul wrote in Ephesians 6, quote, Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against evil spiritual powers in the heavenly realms.
1: Rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places Look at the thing the school most feared That their impressionable students would see Coach Kennedy praying And they might be influenced to pray also
0: Look, the coach is willing to risk his job to stand up against the school So other Christian teachers might also follow not just Joe Kennedy But Jesus Christ into their classrooms and onto the football field
1: This could change our culture and change many eternal destinies. Just think, I'm thinking of teachers, if they just start to pray at the beginning of the class, then the students that are Christian could pray too. That's their freedom.
0: You're right. Satan uses fear of what could happen to us, but God uses faith to overcome our fears. So take up the shield of faith.
1: Take up the shield of faith and the sword of the Spirit and move out into enemy territory for Jesus Christ.
0: Here's the vision. Churches pray for their school teachers and coaches who become filled with the Spirit and go back to school and pray in classrooms and on the fields. Students see their courage. They watch as the vision unravels. Many more students are saved and the excitement grows into a national revival. Pastor D. James Kennedy said the banning of school prayer set into motion the speediest and most spectacular decline of any civilization in history.
1: It's not simply a return of prayer to school, but a return of America to God.
0: Amen. When you consider the incredible price our founders paid for our freedom, in 1775 founding father Patrick Henry said, is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. That's a kind of commitment to freedom that won us our freedoms from King George and Britain, and it's worth fighting to restore this nation back to freedom under Jesus Christ.
1: That's right. Quitting was not an option for Joe Kennedy or his attorneys. Quitting was not an option for Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they were in the fiery furnace and it got so white hot. David didn't quit when the giant Goliath mocked his God. And Jesus did not quit in Gethsemane. Thank God he didn't quit in Gethsemane. And he went to the cross and persevered. He endured the cross for the joy set before him. You cannot be a follower of Christ and quit. If you would like a CD copy of today's program, please ask for number 1792, Freedom to Pray at School. That's number 1792, Freedom to Pray at School. You can order a CD copy of this program from our website. Our website is issuesineducation.org. That's Issues in Please give us a call at 928-776-0000. That's 928-776-0000. From Ephesians 6 verse 18, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep praying for all the saints. For Issues in Education, this has been Bob and Jerry Boyd.